0: I'm these my dad and okay. so They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am
1: here determined to stop This future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never
2: let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment. and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me
0: tell you, the one that matters is me.
2: Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their
0: response. And I, by the way, I don't have a musical instrument. I don't have a guitar
2: or an organ. I give you
1: america itself this is ed mcmahon
2: and now here's armstrong and getty we just came up with the best idea ever i gotta get a gopro on my head and go back up on the high dive yes and then we post that to the website (laughs) will he jump or won't he the world wants to know oh that'd be good never mind those little kids in the cave This is today's hot story. Me shrieking on the way down to the water. (laughs) Wow. Ah, Something like that. Shouts, the jeers of the crowd. Jump, jump, you idiot. Oh, God. Nice swim shirt. (laughs) Nice swim shirt. Oh, my. Live from Studio C. (laughs) C, (laughs) senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Brett Kavanaugh, the next justice of the Supreme Court, who has secretly and cleverly spent his entire life and career building impeccable jurisprudential credentials only for the purpose of worming him with his way onto the court to protect Donald Trump from prosecution for his collusion with Russia. That's been his purpose since boyhood. Here, here is my problem as a showman. Somebody had to lower that microphone so it wasn't right in front of his face because he appears to be like 5'9 and Trump's 6'3. Oh, yeah. And so the microphone is right in front of his face and all you saw was his hair and ears on either side of the right. microphone. Well, and right. lovely they were. Yeah. And he sounded nice. I haven't seen his face yet. I just saw the microphone in, in his ears. <laughs> um, the whole microphone thing, you go to a, you know, a luncheon or whatever and. The guy says, uh, "Now we'd like to introduce. Uh, here, I got to take my, Now we'd like to introduce a person who we're all really anxious to hear from, uh, Jenny Jones from County. Jenny comes up. I'm so glad to be here today. <laughs> and if, um, can you hear me? <laughs> and so, oh God, it makes me crazy. Just please, please.' And then he's got it in front of him. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, look, a microphone with ears is going to be on the Supreme Court." Let's understand. What was that? Huh? That was indistinguishable as <laughs> speech. I'm not sure that's a word. I was having trouble reading last night. I was reading um, Harry Potter to my son, and I kept messing up words. I said, adult illiteracy. <laughs> I said, I got to slow down. I'm sorry. You can't follow this story if I get every word wrong. Oh, wow. Let's introduce everyone on the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, and pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Hey, I'm
0: doing good. How are you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we all wore robes today. As that's, that's what we do whenever there's a Supreme Court announcement. We all wore robes Mine today. Mine has lace like Judge Judy. That's <laughs> my trademark. It's very breezy in here. Anyway, back to you, Michael. Uh,
0: I was thinking for your high-dive video, Jack, you've got to wear a mask and a cape, and then you do like a cannonball.
2: <laughs> you know, my kids do have a great Superman cape. That'd be pretty funny. I'm sure that's against pool rules and regulations, Jack. It would be. Remember last year I got whistled and pulled over and they asked oh, me right. if my swim shirt was uh, how much cotton was in it. I am oh, not right. exactly sure. Wow.
1: <laughs> 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 40... called the police. <laughs> but there's Beautiful. a
2: city ordinance on how, what percentage of cotton you can have in your clothes in the pool. How do you like that? Listen, I'm not going to tell you how to raise your kids, but if you were to jump off the high dive in that cape and it were to get snagged on the board and Saddam Hussein you, that would probably be damaging for for your poor kid's psyche. So, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That that regulation may be a wise one. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
1: Doing very well. Although had a uh, interesting incident yesterday where I went out to go. I was going to go try to check out a movie as I am wont to do, especially in these hot summer days. And you got the pass, where you can go whenever you want. Oh uh, yeah, I can go see a movie a day. Practically, you know, and, and I, they they just roll out the red carpet when they see me coming at this point. But I went there and uh, I, I wanted to go see this movie called Sorry to Bother You. I said I would like uh, one ticket to Sorry. Uh, sorry, that's not out until next week. It's like say what? I got my days all confused, and I went there, and it, it really reminded me of when I was a kid, and I would walk down the street, and I would ask my friend, hey, can, can Timmy come out to play? Oh, no, he's been, and I was, well, but but I'm here. I'm, I'm here to see the thing. Why can't I see the thing? And I had this real, it was a real flashback moment to just this real kind of kid-like, well, I guess I can just shuffle home man. Right, you turn, <laughs>
2: you hang your head, and you shuffle home friendless. <laughs>
1: Timmy can't come out and play?
2: Oh, okay. All right. The hell's the deal? You just womp-womped not being able to see a movie? (laughs) How dare you, Michael? How dare you? How dare you? There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: i got to tell you, Elon Musk uh, brought a custom-made mini-sub with him to Thailand. Uh, He uh, arrived at the cave site today with the submarine in tow. Elon himself? Elon himself. The kids are all out now, aren't they? uh, All 12 are out, along with the coach. They saved the coach for last. He's going
2: to give Thailand a billion dollars to drag the kids back into the cave (laughs) so he can get them out with his submarine. Boy, I didn't think this story was going to have this happy ending. I mean, you know, uh, late last week. It wasn't looking good. but that So they got them all out. Yeah. Why did Elon go ahead and show up with the mini-sub well, so I that guess everybody would talk about the fact that he owns a mini-sub? He
0: I, I had the sub built to help with the rescue efforts, but he mm-hmm. got there and the kids were all out. Mm-hmm. So now he is leaving it in Thailand just in case they may need to uh, use it again. In
2: case that's a thing in Thailand my for f- kids to get stuck in wells. So my
1: whatever. favorite description I heard was that uh, Elon's making a big show of reaching for his wallet once the bill's already paid. Aww. Oh, come Aww, on now. Oh, you can't just oh. uh, craft a mini-sub and oh. get it to Thailand and okay of an eye. It was from the his boring company that all he's right. using for. Yeah. So he right. has some expertise in this and yeah. he was certainly offering right. I can only yeah. yeah. assume it was the bad. best of it. Yeah. The cynicism wow. in this oh, room is suffocating to me. Still a
2: pretty funny shot, a great <laughs> joke. So the um <laughs> the kids that got out last were healthier than the kids that got out first. You're right. better off staying in the hole, I guess, for some reason. Hmm. Is there a reason for that? Well, I don't know. Darwin, well, nah, so no, I, kids, we can't talk about Darwin here. I believe
1: they sent out the, the ones that were more in yeah. need of medical oh, aid okay. yeah, first. Yeah, so right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The
2: strapping uh, ones are like, no, nah, I'm fine. I'm chilling. We wondered yeah. how they chose what order. We just assumed the starting five got out first. And <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the like, best players. I mean, <laughs> like me, like who was never going to score a goal. You're the last one. Out. Right, right. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Supreme Court Day, Tuesday, July 10th. The year 2018. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin defending the Constitution according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Hey, hey! Ho, ho! Kavanaugh has
0: got to go! Hey, hey! Ho, ho! Kavanaugh has
1: got to go! Hey, hey! Ho, ho! Kavanaugh has got to go! Yeah, hey, ho. hey, hey!
2: Ho, ho! I get it. Kavanaugh. I think I get Our it. Chance. Oh, shut <laughs> up! Our cruddy. We will convince nobody. Our chance... Oh, cruddy. We will convince nobody. God, what is with with the chanting? Stop the chanting. You ever heard a chant and you thought, you know, that makes perfect sense. I'm changing my mind on this issue. I'm going to try. It's rhythmic. It rhymes. I'm trying to figure out how big a deal this is, and we're going to talk to a couple of people about it throughout the day. Democrats vowed the fight of a lifetime to keep Brett Kavanaugh off the Supreme Court. The fight of a lifetime. Pulling out all the stops, whatever those stops would be, and I'm not exactly sure what they'd be. I don't know. Fight of a lifetime? Who's lifetime? I've had some fights. Bernie and others had a rally on the Capitol yep. steps last night. Fox was driven indoors from their coverage because they couldn't be out on the streets. These are passionate times,
1: Jack. <laughs> yeah. uh, what what are good. Stay in the studio. What are you going on the street for? <laughs> yes. You're a news program. It's yeah. kind of silly anyway. What are their headlines, Marshall? Well, as you were saying, Jack,
0: Dems and Republicans getting ready for a supreme battle over Trump's high court nominee. I
2: can't tell if oh, it's a supreme battle, uh-huh. not the battle of a lifetime. No. My question is, I can't tell if it's just um, a show to the base right. that we're you know we're trying for you, right. or if they have a plan of some sort. President and our European allies exchanging insults
0: ahead of NATO meetings, and Costco dogs gone, fans
2: distraught. What? Costco dogs. Hot dogs? Yep. Yeah, the big old dogs you get at your Costco. I love those. Yep. Well, that's in the news. That's my story of the day. <laughs> wow. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. Some provocative perspectives. Okay. Cool. Head injuries. Drug abuse. We'll break down the um, the Supreme Court nominee and uh, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I can tell you the Democrat strategy. It's become clear to me. Is it real or is it a show? Oh, it's It's real. Okay. It's a long shot, but that's okay. real. All right. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Son was literally bouncing around the house from 3:30, jumping up and down, boing, 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 boing. 3:30 boing. a.m. He got up. Well, no, he bing, was up almost bing, bing. all night. My oh, wife boy. let me sleep till 3:30, and <laughs> she wanted to get a couple hours before I left her an hour so she could make it through the morning. But God, you wouldn't think the human body could do that. You would think it would crash at some point. <sighs> Wow, he's, he's on some sort of no sleep diet. He might be a scientific experiment. They'll uh, they'll take his DNA and you know, make you know, Navy seals that don't need to sleep. Wow, or something like that. Wow, yikes! I'll tell you what, it's making me psychotic. Though at least you're young and vital. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Did you just walk? Whoa,
1: whoa! How Michael had to...
2: Did you just womp womp his struggles with his child? No. Sorry. How no. dare you, Michael? No, he womp womp my lack of vitality. How dare is, you womp womp his lack? How dare you? <laughs> which is perfectly reasonable. How <laughs> dare you, sir? How dare you? How dare <laughs> you? Mailbag. So you're going to explain, like a little bit later, I guess, yes. Um, uh, what the Democrats' strategy is? Yeah, it's a two-pronged strategy. You asked a question, is it fake? Just to signal to the base, we're fake, trying. Fake is unfair. Okay. I, I think. Yeah. Um, is it a demonstration of principle with yeah. no hope of success, or is there a hope of success? Right. Would that be a good way to phrase it? Yeah. Both. Okay. <laughs> One thing about not sleeping is you take in a lot of media coverage, mm. and I, I learned a lot of things from all the different channels. So stay Excellent. tuned for that. Yeah. Excellent. Please don't read my name on the air, writes Jimmy. Uh, today marks eight years since being injured in a diving accident. Um, ironically, as Jack crawled off the high dive, backward. I did not S- crawl. I walked. Slithered I slithered on his belly like a snake. I shuffled with tiny, tiny steps. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to share too much of, uh, did I call him Timmy or Jimmy's story? Um, but uh, he says, along with my faith, my wife and community, your show has kept me going little humor in the morning, a little energy, and he has fought his way back from a terrible, terrible injury uh, to, to renew his life and build a family, and it's really a beautiful story. I don't, I don't know how much he's willing to, to right. share with it, right. uh, to, for us to share, um, but thank you for the notes, sir, and then God bless you. My goodness, you know I will uh, uh, share your note behind the scenes here, and maybe some of the, the, the good folks here can, uh, can take a little uh, measure of your courage. And, and use it in their own lives. Probably not, because I know them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's possible anyway. Let's see. Here's a nice note from uh, Mr. Casey. I feel sorry for my fellow Portlanders. Portlandites? Portlandians? Portlandics. I feel sorry for those of us that live in or around Portland. Um, Is it because your streets are infested with a scourge of drug-addicted vagrants that the city considers urban campers, you ask? No, it's because the city is being deprived of the award-winning fourth hour of the Armstrong and Getty show. Mm. Uh, But he uh, works swing shift. He, He listens to the podcast. He said, but for those less fortunate, here's a random sampling from the mysterious fourth hour on yesterday's program. Joe Getty, quote, remember, the Constitution is to protect us from minorities. Oh, my God. I just got chills. That was magic. Just plain magic. Oh, my God. Did you you say that on this show? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And it probably should be in Clips of the Week. Mr. Casey, let me clarify. That was an unfortunate slip of the tongue. I was attempting to point out in the midst of a discussion about various judicial oh, philosophies... Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. That well, the Constitution is to right. protect minorities from the majority. Well, well yeah, yeah. Minority, yeah, exactly. I just got it slightly, <laughs> right. incrementally 180 degrees wrong. No, in the... Well, no. Yeah. Anyway, I think we can all agree it was regrettable. <laughs>
1: Moving along. <clears throat> I have a new friend in Portland, though. That guy's funny.
2: Here's your uh, here's your note from TK. His uh, His, her question... Uh, or, 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 well, topic, why it is better if your child can blow off his fingers with fireworks. Okay. When everything, quote, dangerous is outlawed by the government, the idiot thrives. When everything is soft and safe, the idiot thrives. The world would be better with fewer of the idiot, in caps. Therefore, it is better if your child lives in a world that doesn't restrict his freedoms and attempt to protect him from the multitudinous ways to die a caveman death, but works to increase his abilities to cope with them. P-U-T-B-O-F. Pick up those blown-off fingers. That's um, Trust me, I think about this a lot every single day. And if I had Elon Musk money, I would fund a study i think the anxiety problems maybe the depression a lot of the stuff that's going on with people is is we grow up in too safe a world and it's weird right and And then then we take on the world as adults and it's terrifying yeah Yeah. everything is terrifying yeah free-range children i'm 100 percent committed to that idea uh yeah yeah well and the other aspect to this and and my kids have had so much less Uh, autonomy than i had as a kid it's unbelievable yeah yeah Uh, me too and and we tried to let our kids roam uh, but it's tough it's 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 analogous to the situation where if you have a completely uh, legalized society, that's the wrong word, we're so regulated, every aspect of our lives is regulated every moment, people no longer make independent judgment. They figure if it's legal, it's good. If it's illegal, it's bad. And that's the only judgment. As opposed to a nation of, of few laws uh, strictly enforced where you have to make judgments right. all the time. I've gotten that way. I know I have. This happened the other night. So uh, got that fire getting closer and closer to my house. I drive to see how close I can get to it because I, one, I wanted to see it. Two, I wanted to know how close it was to my house. But anyway, there are a lot of fire tourists around heading into the wildfires. And I was actually driving on these roads and thinking, should I be this close? So I mu- it must be okay to be this close or the government would have stopped me. Right. Because yeah. that's, you know, the mindset that you get into in a nanny state. Right. Of if, and Mark Stein wrote about this a lot in his book, America Alone and Other Books, that, um, if you if you have signs that say, do not jump off the bridge, eventually you end up with a society that says, well, if there's no sign that says, don't jump off the bridge, it must be okay to jump off the bridge. Right, um, right. Without ever, we don't make our own decisions. As a childhood spent entirely making decisions, often bad ones, but learning from them. Should you know? I climb this tree or not? Should I walk across this branch on the little creek or not? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes you fell, and sometimes you got hurt, and sometimes you thought, man, that was a bad idea. So uh, thank you for... Uh... For making the point TK in hilarious fashion. I, I think we're making ourselves crazy. Yeah. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, on the topic of the high I dive. I said, oh, Lord, Jesus, it's a fire. That's there right. There you go. She exercised her judgment and that's got herself I, a soda. That's what I said. You wouldn't believe how many fire tourists there were out there. There were people parked alongside the road with lawn chairs and binoculars. Yeah. I could oh, just, I could yeah. see me doing that. Yeah. There's it's, it's, lots of people. It's an awesome. <laughs> oh, it is. Awe-inspiring and terrifying spectacle. Uh, is there a difference between high diving and high diving? And can you do both? Yes is the short answer. Whether one survives the pitfalls of diving is the optimum Q&A. Back in the day, uh, we used to jump off the La Jolla Cliffs before it was fenced up. About a 35 to 45 oh foot my drop. Oh God, I couldn't have done that. There's uh, Paul. High diving indeed. Oh my. Oh my. You know, I don't know. Let me, let we used you. to swing on a rope that would go out over a, um, a river. That might have been 15 feet in the air, but not 30. I'm trying to picture, there was a cliff I jumped off of a couple of times when I was on a rafting trip um, that was pretty high, but 35 to 45 feet, I I mean, that's that's four four stories. Yeah, yeah, that's... mm, No. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. How about stuff? We were talking about stuff, having too much stuff. Uh, Corey, uh, Ben the Libertarian's dad, um, who is a, a fine, fine gentleman indeed, Says uh Jacques Gio, using the proper spelling of my name, J-E-A-O-U-X. When we were thinking of moving out of state, our plan was to give away a third of our stuff, throw away a third of our stuff, and I'm pretty sure the remaining one-third would have still been more than we needed. Yeah. So true. Too much crap. Too, too much, much crap. stuff. Some of it's good stuff, but I don't need it all. And then sometimes I look at it and say, I, and I remember what I paid for it. Why do I have this piece of crap that I paid this much money for? Oh man, when we moved, we had a piece of furniture we paid a hell of a lot for and we couldn't give away. Marshall's news, including a lot of Supreme Court stuff, next on The Armstrong and Getty Show. what are you calling your coverage of it? I have some off, for you. Cavanolysis? <laughs> yes. Wow, I don't know. I don't know if that's working. Cavanolysis. So another well, Catholic who went to Yale. Yes, uh-huh. and teaches at Harvard. Finally, Catholics from Harvard and Yale will have representation on the Supreme Court. I, I Did a- you know, folks, that will now be six of the nine... Yes, six of the nine are Catholics and either went to Harvard or Yale. The other three are Jews who either went to Harvard or Yale, except for one person who went to Columbia, I think. Uh, the notorious RBG may have gone to Columbia. When 70% of the population right. is Protestant and 0% of the population statistically went to Harvard or Yale, right. Right. the Supreme Court is made up of all Jews, Catholics, and people who went to Yale. Yes. Isn't that oh, and that's something? I don't know, hava, I don't hava, know yes. that that's a problem, but it sure seems like it's wrong. Well, yes, it is. It, I'm outraged by it, and I'm serious by it. The, the idea that there is nobody with... With skills, acumen, intelligence, imagination, drive Enough to be on the Supreme Court Who went to the University of Michigan Law School, for instance Or, 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 or Northwestern, or UCLA, or Washington Or a or hundred you know smaller law schools, schools around the country It is not only, not many people yeah. with, the, with the skills To be on the Supreme Court From all of those wonderful institutions It's none, not a one In fact, it's unimaginable Don't even bring it up. I just, I find that despicable. A Methodist from the University of Texas, impossible. Do you know why the Founding Fathers went to so much G.D. trouble to design this country? Because they know people want kings. They want an elite. They want to be ruled. And they thought, no, that always ends in oppression, horror, and bloodshed. Right. We're going to design a system where you don't get to, even if you want to. And to me, the elitism of the university smacks of that same desire for royals. I hate it. Yeah, Joe Biden once um, he he was really resentful of that. He went to Syracuse, but he um, he said there's a river of power in this country, and it runs through the uh, Ivy League schools, right? And that ain't right. No, no, it's terrible. Not a single person from. USC, UCLA, or the various universities, of Iowa. There are plenty of really good universities with brilliant people in them. People so smart, they'd make your head melt. This guy... But they, but they can't even get a sniff because they didn't go to Harvard or Yale. This F guy yeah. who grew up in Washington, D.C., he and Gorsuch went to high school together. I, I saw, I don't know how many different people analyzing on the different channels last night. Oh, well, I've known Kavanaugh for years, my kid and his kid. And I, right. They all hang out together. Right? It's and, like and, a tiny group of people in the media... In the and and in politics that run everything, right? And f- f- for all appearances and by every single account, this guy is an absolutely sure. terrific sure. human being. I don't doubt that, Un- unimpeachable but on there's any lots level. Lots of those people. Well, right, exactly. Let's get to the news now. We need now. affirmative action for the other 99.9999999% of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. Let's get <laughs> the news now with Marshall Well, uh,
0: Judge uh, Brett Kavanaugh, President Trump's pick for the U.S. Supreme Court during that primetime event at the White House last night. Trump was saying the 53-year-old Kavanaugh's got impeccable credentials. He is considered a judge's judge, a true thought leader among his peers. He is a brilliant jurist with a clear and effective writing style universally regarded as one of the finest and sharpest legal minds of our time. Now Kavanaugh spoke about the importance of an independent judiciary outlining some things for everyone.
1: My judicial philosophy is straightforward. A judge must be independent and must interpret the law, not make the law.
2: A judge must interpret statutes as written. And a judge must interpret the
1: Constitution as written, informed by history and tradition and precedent.
2: So, um, I can't wait to hear your cavanalysis. Correct. Kavanaulage?
1: We're still trying this? Yeah. I like
2: that. Okay. Bring us your Kavanaulage. Kavanaulage. Well, it's that yeah. is good. Well, yeah. obviously, to engage in cavanalysis, you have to have some Kavanaulage. Kavanaulage. I can't wait to hear Kavanaulage <laughs> on uh, how the Democrats plan to fight this, but... Um, I will Kavanaugh for you what I have. I'm not playing. (laughs) (laughs) New York Times had an interesting uh, story about how Trump got Kennedy to step down so he could appoint someone else. Had a Russian oligarch threaten him. Collusion! And part of it was negotiating with, look, we'll get one of your clerks who believes the same stuff you do, who will continue your legacy, which he did. I could see that. And that will be your guy. And Kennedy said, okay, if you promise me it's one of my clerks, I'll step down. And the New York Times acted like that was some sort of awful, you know, maniacal, king-like thing, and then mentioned in the last paragraph that all presidents do this. <laughs> they, they negotiate with the with the various justices. I didn't know this. Right. They negotiate with the justices and right. try to explain, this is why you should step down while I'm president. Right. Isn't well, that yeah, interesting? I'm not troubled by that, though, really. Kennedy's an old guy. C says, I'm thinking of quitting. Trump says, yeah, you are kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how do you feel about the whole thing? And Kennedy says, yeah, who are you, th- you think yeah. of a point? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just human beings doing what human sure. beings do. I mean, I don't find that troubling, really. It's interesting. Um, I'm sure Barack Obama would do the same thing if RBG were going to retire or whatever. Sure. He, he actually had, according oh, yeah. to the New York Times. That doesn't anyway. surprise me at all. No. Hey, but feel we're not like... going to have time to get to my Well Well, Well, we got we got three and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just didn't want to do it right next to David Drucker. How about uh, right after the break? That would be right next to David Drucker. That would be, uh, we can't nah, do that. Your, your cabin knowledge will uh, stand out on its own. <laughs> well, You're too kind.
0: All right, this morning, President Trump's leaving for Europe in the NATO summit. And he's complaining mightily about defense spending by most of the other allies, saying they are not stepping up to the plate. The they U.S. Aren't. The
2: U.S. is getting ripped off we are he's right and we didn't abandon nato they abandoned nato i don't like it portraying it as trump abandoning nato they abandoned it a long time ago when they stopped paying that's them saying we don't give an s to me no that's them saying if we can get him to pay let's get him to pay (laughs) him being us so yeah i think they value nato because they're terrified of russia but they were getting away well, with it. if you value it so much, pay. Right. Uh, I have no problem with that. Sometimes I think our beloved president is a little casual with the importance of NATO. Did you hear? And her? I think he has a man crush on Vlad Putin. So did you hear Trump the other night when he talked about Angela? He said, no. hey, Angela. I said to Angela the other day. I said, hey, Angela. <laughs> Trust me, you need, NATO, you need us a lot more than we need you. I'm not oh, sure we need you that much oh, for that's our protection. That's plain talk. <laughs> All right, let me put a <laughs> yeah, ball... that's me- what I thought. In diplomacy, where you have a six-hour <laughs> meeting to decide whether to call something provocative or aggressive, you know, in a press release, yeah, that's some plain damn talk.
0: All right, let me put a ball on this. After the NATO meetings, Trump's going to the UK, then on to Finland, where he's meeting with the Russian President Putin mm. for a sauna. Leaving the White House this morning, Trump was also telling reporters. So I have NATO, I have the UK, which is in somewhat turmoil,
2: and I have Putin. Frankly, Putin may be the easiest of them all. Who would think? Who would think?
0: Because of the collusion! European Council President Donald Tusk's got a message for the president. Quit bad-mouthing NATO allies about how much they're spending as part of the alliance.
2: Yeah, America appreciate your allies. After all, you don't have that many. And that hey, was his hey, shot. Hey, uh, what? What did you just say, you Euro? Do you want to say that again? You want him to say that nah, again? No, not really. Um, right. would you, would you, wow. Wow, that takes some balls. What is he, Belgian or something? Yeah, I believe so. What you is you, he, Belgian or better, something? You better value your allies. You don't have that many. Oh, shut up. You <laughs> shut up, you cheese-eating <laughs> surrender monkey. <laughs> Jeez, you're not making things better. I like that shot. What is he, Belgian oh, or something? Geez. You croissant liquor? shut up! <laughs> that's my response to you. All right, shut up.
0: That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. She
2: got uh, one Democrat who said, any senator who votes to confirm Kavanaugh is knowingly voting to overturn Roe versus Wade. That's hilarious. You got that socialist woman that got elected in New York, who's the rock star right now. Yeah, boy. Um... <laughs> He is absolutely disqualified from the Supreme Court because of his opinions, plain and simple. So is all this just talk, or is there a strategy to stop the nomination? Joe is going to explain with his cabin knowledge. Yes. (laughs) That is correct. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the
2: nation. nation.
0: getty show
2: because of the heat wave a lot of people across the country are without power yeah they're called democrats Hey, no!
1: oh,
2: oh, oh, we, there's a twist perfect lead-in <clears throat> to this so i'm taking in some of the coverage right on the various news channels And the first one is, uh, out of the box, is Rachel Maddow, because that's when the uh, the whole thing wrapped up. And, man, she had Senator Cory Booker on, who's on the Judiciary Committee. He's a Democrat, and he... Launched right into, and she launched right into, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in American history. We've oh never boy. been this far off the rails. Wow. This is, this is the end of our democracy as we know it. Wow. Because the president has picked someone purely to protect him from what he clearly did was colluding with Russia, and that's yeah. the blah, blah, blah. And I thought, okay, and we need to fight this with everything we've got, and I thought, What? What are we going to what are you going to fight it with? So right. I don't quite understand. Well, here's here's the way I see it. And, and that's that Not, is going to be. Well, uh, I want to make sure everybody understands because the Republicans have enough votes for him to get the guy, the guy to get through, period. Right. And you can't do anything about that. Unless some uh Republicans peel off and vote against him, which is incredibly unlikely. Even the wobbly, pro-choice Republican votes have voted for the guy before. And no, he's... He, if he loses any Republicans, it's going to be Ted Cruz and people like that right. who don't think he's conservative enough. Yeah, he's a very mainstream guy. But here's my cavinolysis <laughs> Based on your... Kevin Oledge. The Democrats are going to approach it much like a father would approach his 20 year old daughter dating somebody he doesn't like. He has no votes. He cannot overturn his 20-year-old daughter's dating decision. However, he can run a bunch of stuff up the flagpole about how he's not a good guy or he's a deadbeat or he's going to say, I don't know, pardon a president who doesn't deserve it. And just try to push those narratives and hope one of them sticks and one of them starts to get enough momentum that the daughter's friends who like the boyfriend start to say, you know, I think your dad might have a point. Uh, There are a lot of guys. Maybe. So they're going to start with this guy wrote a piece in 2009, which it's worth noting was right at the dawn of the uh, Obama administration saying he thinks it was a mistake to go after Bill Clinton the way Kenneth Starr did. And he worked for Kenneth Starr. He said it was a distraction. The president has enough problems that we should not be able to go after the president over legal stuff. It's just too important a job. It can wait. And so the Democrats are saying that is proof that Trump picked him because he thinks this guy will be a critical vote in protecting him from some sort of collusion charge or whatever. Um, it's a, that's a pretty good tack, if you have to pick one, uh, for just trying to convince people that there's something ugly going on and seeing if it sticks. Yeah, that's... Um, so the initial interpretation I heard of that is he, um, he believes a president shouldn't be indicted. Because it'd be too big a distraction from the mm-hmm. guy who's running the country. Yeah. Then upon further reading of that with different different Kavanaughists.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm time stamping all of these and sending it to HR for a hostile work environment. What,
2: what Kavanaugh actually believes and wrote is that uh, the Congress should pass a law protecting a president from being indicted. Right. Yeah. But the way he worded that would m- lead you to believe that he does think a president can be indicted. Until which is, Congress passes a law until, because he's but, a... Which is an open question. It, that hasn't been settled yet. Can a president be indicted? Right. Nobody's certain if they can or not, but it would seem that he does believe you can be indicted right. as president. Which is, a, which is on the Democrat side. If I were to say Congress should pass a law to protect pandas, that certainly implies I don't think pandas are protected. Right, so if you wanted to read it, because Rachel Maddow actually got into a, a bit of an argument, because she, she was all concerned about this. He picked someone who doesn't believe a president should be indicted. And her guest said, well, actually, the way it's worded, it sounds like he does believe a president can be indicted. Right. So that's a good thing for us, Rachel, she yeah. was saying. That just Fs up the narrative, and I wish you'd be quiet, So was her response. So, so that sure. does make it yeah. kind of complicated. Yeah. But yeah, but, hey, but if you're going to use that as your your fear tactic, it would seem like the guy does believe presidents can be indicted. And yeah, the thing about don't fear you tactics want more votes like that? They don't need to be accurate, mm. so they'll cook up that narrative. It's already begun. I heard uh, uh, Maisie Hirono, who was the senator, is the senator from Hawaii. One of them. First of all, when did Hawaii get senators? What's going on with that? I know, we're off the rails. Listen, keep your beaches free of empty cans and broken glass. All right. And hey, tend to your volcanoes. If this woman can't even manage a simple volcano, how can she manage the complexities of a Supreme Court nomination? That's my question. I prefer volcanoes that don't explode. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway, uh, she was making it clear that, yes, the narrative uh, du jour would be this guy was picked purely because he will protect Trump from prosecution. Never mind the fact that nobody's even leaked anything prosecutable at this point. Um, so what and are you talking one, about? And one guy doesn't get to make all the, the decision for the other eight. Well, so. Right. Yeah. I, so but that is their narrative. Yeah. And they're going to try much like the uh, metaphorical uh, dad of the 20 year old woman who I mentioned earlier. If that clearly peters out, they'll go with. I don't know. He'll overturn Roe versus Wade. I Apparently, that's some thin gruel too. Yeah, apparently strategists think that's not a good idea. To do the culture stuff. Go with the uh, Trump's an evil make it colluder. About, make it about Trump. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, so they gonna, don't think the cultural stuff is a good idea. That's interesting. I hadn't heard that. I, I don't know how many people agree with that. Mm. Um, we're going to play some clips coming up here in a little bit. from, Because um, this is what I thought it was interesting. One thing, just from a media standpoint, as I was watching the different shows, um, Rachel Maddow has the most popular show on cable news. She She unseated O'Reilly. She is the most popular thing on cable news. But she's way out there, even by MSNBC standards. Mm-hmm. So on her show, it was the sky is falling. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. She could barely talk. She was so upset. Wow. <laughs> on MS uh, on Brian Williams last night and on Morning Joe this morning, they were like, what are you going to do with this guy? He's fine. Even Mika Brzezinski, thoroughly mainstream and incredibly respected. Even Joe yeah. Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski said, "This guy, he's right of center, but he's you know he's got nothing in his record. It's going to be really difficult for Democrats to go after this guy. I mean, he's a really good pick for Trump, right? So, you know, I, I just i i think the the fire to do something about the evil Kavanaugh is a very tiny percentage." Of one party. Yeah, well, she'll... And she has an audience who wants that and likes that and thrives on it, so that's what she's giving Well, I'm just trying to judge how big this fight is going to be, and uh, from that, I would say probably not very big. Oh, man, a flash in the pan is my prediction. If that... Yeah. It might be this, this one day, and that's the end of it. Well, if they're trotting out the alleged senator from Hawaii, and I need to check... If they even have it, <laughs> I we're, mean, that's not exactly the big guns. We're going to talk to our old friend David Drucker about the politics of this. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.